Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joining me today is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And then joining us today is uh, former McNeese State Cowboy, former LSU Tiger, uh, tight end Jamal Pettigrew. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's good to be on the show today. Yeah, thank you, thank you. How you, how you, yeah. it's been uh been a busy couple months, I'm sure, for you. Uh, just saw you the other day at the LSU Pro Day. Nice. It was a good performance. Good day. I appreciate what, it. What has your pre-draft process been like so far? Um, it's pretty much just been a smooth process. Um, mostly, you know, I did the hula bowl to start off with everything. I did a couple of interviews with some teams there. And then um, I started training uh, for Pro Day. And um, had a good outing at Pro Day and just, you know, waiting for uh, visits and private workouts and things like that. And, you know, the draft is coming up soon in about two weeks. Yeah, that, that, that's one thing I wanted to know about. Was, what was your Hula Bowl experience like? Oh, the Hula Bowl, was, I had an excellent time at the Hula Bowl. Um, it was good to get <clears throat> out there and play against other uh, NFL-type talent. Um, I think I had a good outing there. The game was fun. We got to learn hockey and things like that. So um, I had a, a, a nice time in Orlando, Florida. Oh, I didn't know that they taught you all the, uh, taught you all the hockey. That's awesome. Yeah, so actually, um, who taught us to hockey was uh, Braden Fajoko's, uh dad and his brother. So um, it was good to be out there uh, learning it from, uh, from from family. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember like I'm an LSU student, so like going to the games. Obviously, you know the Fajokos doing the hockey mm-hmm. was always an awesome experience. So um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we mentioned your pro day. Uh, it was a few days ago. Uh, would you say you put up the numbers you expected? Did you want to do a little bit better? How how do you feel about your pro day? Yeah, I think, um, you know, for the most part, I just wanted to go out there and compete and just do the best that I could. Uh, I did have goals set. And for the most part, I reached all my goals. Uh, besides on the best press, I thought I'd get a little bit more. But I think as the day went on, um, you know, just doing all the different type of uh drills and things they had us doing. Um, I didn't get the number that I wanted on bench, but I was still proud of what I got. Yeah, I mean, the you had a really good 40 time, four, six, seven, top, would have been top five for, for tight ends of the combine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's got to be something, you know, there's always room for fast, big tight ends in the NFL. So. Right, for sure. Um, I mean, you know, always uh, room for improvement. So, you know, you know, I think I had a good outing and, um, had a top five in pretty much all categories. So I was pretty, I was really proud of everything. And how much of a chip did it put on your shoulder, if it put any chip, that you weren't one of the combine guys? Because I've, I've been saying I, I disagree with a lot of the combine invites this year. So uh, mm-hmm. how much of a chip did that put on your shoulder? Um, I think it just made me want to compete even more. You know, I, uh, it gave me a little extra time to uh, see the guys' numbers and see what they did at the combine, and it just gave me a, a kind of like a number and a goal to put on myself. And and obviously, I, I went out there and performed and pretty much take place top five in, in every category or top ten. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell us about your journey so far. Like you're a four star recruit out of New Orleans. Uh, you went to LSU, end up going to McNeese. Uh, how how was your college experience? 
I love my college experience. Uh, and I went to, you know, LSU straight out of high school. Um, got to play with guys like Jamal Adams, um, Leonard Fournette, and um, Trayvon Durrell, and, you know, Joe Burr, Jamar, all those guys. So I think it was a good experience to play with those guys. You know, those are guys that uh, are playing, that were playing at the uh, next level or are currently still playing at the next level. So, you know, just going against those guys every day at practice, I think it, it prepared me for the next level. And then, of course, going to McNeese and actually get, uh, you know, playing uh, under Coach Frank Wilson and and being in that offense, I think um, I, I enjoyed my time at, at McNeese. And um, so... I love my uh, college experience. I uh, I got a national championship out of it, so I think it was pretty successful, if you ask me. Please stop <laughs> mentioning that national championship. I can't stop <laughs> Dylan talking about it all the time. He was insufferable, man. That was <laughs> such a fun year. Oh, man. I could only imagine. Yeah, that uh, we can talk about it because, you know, it'll annoy Brandon, but that uh, that Florida game that year is still oh, the craziest, <laughs> still craziest experience I've had. Yeah, it was it was a it was a pretty interesting game. You know, it went back and forth, back and forth. Uh, definitely one of my favorite games that I've ever been a part of. Everybody, all of the all the fans doing the Gator Chomp was, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was one of the most wild experiences in Tiger Stadium too. Right? Yeah, that's probably that's probably the loudest game I've been to. That it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was. I hate you too right now. <laughs> I just want to let you know. <laughs> I just want to let you both know that right now, man. Um, oh God, that is just that. That was just pain for me. Um, and now you're going through the pre-draft process. You're, you're meeting with NFL teams. You're talking to them. And like in these interviews, how would you describe your skill set to these NFL teams? Yeah, I was. I would describe it as uh, you know. A versatile tight end, tight end that can do uh, everything, whether it's block, uh, catch, pass, pass protection. So, you know, I just want to uh, express to those teams that I am a, a versatile tight end and I can help them in uh, every aspect of the game. And not just on offense, but on special teams as well. I'm, I'm willing to do anything on special teams and anything to help the team out um, and win games. Um, Which... NFL players, do you, would you say that you model your game after? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, growing up, I really loved Jimmy Graham. I was a diehard Saints fan. Um, so, you know, I always took names from his game, whether it was the aggressive, uh, uh, the way he just played the game, being very aggressive and very dominant at the, uh, after the catch or, um, you know, the, with his route running tight techniques and everything like that. So I, I love Jimmy Graham. And some of the people that I'm uh, currently watching is um, uh, George Kittles. And I think, you know, like I said, going back to being a, a very versatile tight end, he's a dominant blocker and an excellent uh, pass catching and, and a run after catch type of guy. Do you like blocking, uh, like putting in the effort and, and, and getting the blocking? Because it's a lot of, a lot of times, Whenever you see like the the more athletic tight ends, they they shy away from the blocking. Yeah, I, I love blocking. I was in uh, mostly run dominant offense offenses for my entire career in high school and college. So I, I love blocking. I embrace it. Um, I think it's a lost art um, in the in tight ends these days. Um, you know, a lot of guys are very athletic and, and can catch and run after catch, but um, you know, some of the guys don't want to block. And I'm more than willing to block and, and get down there and, and line and block. 
That's actually, that, that's something I want to know about because you just mentioned you were in a run heavy offense for much of your high school, much of your college career. And then 2019 happened. Just, just how wild was that to go completely polar opposite kind of offense in just one year? Um, it was beautiful to see, to be honest, just to say that, you know, we were uh, a run dominant team for, you know, the three years prior. And then, uh, and well, three years, well, three years that I was there and even prior to that. Um, but, you know, and then that one year we put it all together and, and you know, whether it was run, uh, run pass option or anything like that, and we just put it all together and went 15 and 0, won a championship. So I, I think it was a beautiful thing to see, and I was and I was uh, very proud of that offense. Still one of, one of my favorite offenses that I played in to this day. Uh, it's crazy. So, Brandon, I, I mentioned this all the time. I tell this story all the time, but we talked to a player called, named Kobe Boyce who played uh, on the Texas team that year, and he told us a story about going up and how no one saw that team coming and how going up to that day in practice they – were modeling the game after and were preparing as if Joe Burrow, and this is what the coaches called them, a worse version of Jake Fromm. And <laughs> so that's how they prepared for that game. And you go back and watch and you can kind of tell how they were not prepared for that. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> 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 no, no, you didn't know. And Jake Fromm, we, we, we very much know him as Joe Burrow, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. made, he made a name for himself, and he's Joe Burrow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I have another fun story about that year with uh, involving Joe Burrow being completely underestimated <laughs> because uh, <laughs> Dylan and I, before the season, we, um, we, we, oh. we, made a, we made a slap bet about it, which obviously is like you lose a bet, you get slapped. Um, and the bet that we made was that the year before that, obviously LSU was very run heavy and we said, or I said that Felipe Franks would have a better season than Joe Burrow. And boy, was I fucking wrong, man. Uh, <laughs> have I ever been more wrong? I don't know, but, um, that was just, I will stand by my point that before the season, it wasn't that far fetched. And then. And then you guys were like, hey, we're going to actually, like, we learned what the forward pass was. And, and, and it, it changed real quick on my end. Uh, do you have a, a favorite on-the-field moment from your college career so far? Um, favorite on-the-field moment? I, to be honest, so many from that 2019 season that mm. uh, even in my entire career to choose from. But, you know, of course I have to go with winning the national championship in New Orleans, um, being that I'm from New Orleans. And um, I have to definitely say that was one of my favorite moments. Just uh, when Joe took that knee at the last play of the game and then it finally came to realization that we just won a national championship and did it in a very fashionable way. Uh, you know, I might add, be going 15 and 0, so. I, I would say that's one of my favorite moments. That is one of I my favorite, also, favorite moments of your on-field career, by the way. Just, I just, I just want you to know that. I, <laughs> I was so <laughs> sad. Um, I, I did want to ask you, what was it like learning under uh, Coach Frank Wilson? And, you know, obviously he's a great recruiter, but also a great running backs coach. What, what uh, was it like this year? Um, it was – I think it was, uh, it was great. It was uh, needed. I learned a lot from him. 
he's a very experienced coach, a very experienced recruiter. So uh, I learned a lot from him on the field and off the field. Uh, he's a great man on and off the field. Yeah. Then, um, do you have any favorite off field uh, memories from just your college career? Um, it, it definitely been um, getting on that, uh, the Southland Conference uh, commissioner's list, uh, academic honor roll. Um, you know, that was one of my, my best moments. I was very proud of that um, and being to see that, you know, I'm also on track to getting my master's in May. So I'm very happy with uh, those two moments. Awesome. What are you getting the, their master's in? Criminal justice. Nice. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Does that lead into like any post football or off the field like career plans for you for criminal justice? Uh, in criminal justice, um, I haven't really thought about that. I honestly just want to, uh, you know, I want my master's degree, but um, I want to be able to uh, set up businesses uh, to run after football. And that's, that's what I would like to do after football. And uh, lastly, so this is our, uh, this is what we ask everybody at the end. Um, are you familiar with my cause, my cleats in the NFL? My cause, my cleats? Yeah, that's yeah. when players get the... Uh, yeah, yeah, you get the... Um, so if you were designing that today, you will be eventually in a few months, but, uh, what would your cause be for your, for your cleats? Um, I'll probably do a breast cancer awareness, um, just because, you know, that's something that's, uh, still needs to be, uh, people needs to be aware about and, um, you know, got to support that. And, uh, you know, I would want, uh, <laughs> to put that on my cleats. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming by. It was a blast. Great talking to you and uh, good luck in the next couple of weeks. So I appreciate you guys having me.